Hi everybody, welcome back here at the Tennessee Holler. We are at tnholler.com, at the TN Holler, Twitter and Facebook. All the support you guys have been giving us has been awesome. We really, really appreciate it. We survive on your small dollar monthly donations. Thank you for hollering along with us and amplifying all the stuff that we put out there. That stuff really helps too. Today we're going to be joined by Rick from Sunrise Movement Nashville. Let me bring him in here real quick. Rick, how hey, are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are you? Tell me real quick, how did you become involved with Sunrise Movement Nashville. How long ago did this start for you and and what was the motivation? It started forever ago and not long ago at all. I have been concerned about trying to do stuff about climate change since I was in high school. And I went to the Belcourt and saw An Inconvenient Truth, which was Al Gore's documentary, saw how many other issues of social justice were deeply connected to this. Poverty, immigration, inequality, health. Um, I remember sitting there, not able to get out of my seat while the credits rolled. Since then, I've been trying to do climate stuff. And I heard about Sunrise from some friends. And I road tripped it to D.C. with my best friend December 2018, where there was a giant... A set of sit-ins in D.C. This was after the initial sit-in outside Speaker Pelosi's office. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez joined. This is a bigger sit-in, and that action was amazing. But also the training at the night before, um, when I really heard in depth for the first time about Sunrise's vision of the future we want, of what climate justice means, of how we're going to build that movement, of how we're going to take care each of, of each other in that movement, what the culture should be like. All of that just clicked. This is something I have to be a part of, giving me more hope than I've had in a decade. It's so inspiring. And so messaged out of the blue by someone who is also trying to start a hub in Nashville, a Sunrise chapter in Nashville. And the rest is kind of history. <laughs> we started less than a year ago and have already, we have so far to go everywhere and, and there's so much to do and we need everybody we can. But we started to shift the conversation, I think, in Nashville. We've already started to have an impact and we're going to have a much bigger impact in 2020. Our last meeting was crammed in our meeting room like sardines. We need to find a bigger space now, which is an amazing problem to have. <laughs> That's great. Um, how, how old are you? I'm an old man, Justin. I'm almost, I'm 29. 29. Oh my goodness. Still, old, still let you come? I know, right? It's a youth-led movement, which does not mean that older folks can't really, can't join or can't support. There are lots of specific ways they can support, but it's intended to be a youth-led wing of the movement. Amazing young people, Justin. I just, I can't, I can't tell you. Made people cry with their testimonials and eloquence in wow. middle school and high school. And some of them reach more and more students that age who want to start chapters of their high schools. And so that's taken off. I'll post this. We need money to really scale up or that's going to be a bottleneck because we can't train people and we can't send people to trainings and we can't really reach out to as many people as we need to scale. There's so much enthusiasm and we just need to be able to, to bring everybody in who wants to. Young people are going to save this place and the more involved and activated they are, the better off we're going to be in the end. And I think that's what terrifies the people who need to be terrified most. I ran for Congress in 2018 and there are definitely a lot of fired up young people. What's the quick pitch about what it is? We ran an amazing way for Congress. I'm sorry. Oh, oh thank you. Joke. Sunrise Movement is a youth-led movement to stop the climate crisis and create millions of good jobs in the process. We're about building the people power and political power that it's going to take to pass a Green New Deal. Get to net zero emissions, carbon pollution as soon as possible. The world's leading scientists are saying we need to cut emissions in half, 45% by 2030. The biggest challenge with this issue seems to be taking it from a crunchy lefty issue to real issue for everybody. And then also taking it from a future issue to a now issue. So absolutely. You've absolutely nailed two of the biggest really key things that we have to focus on too, the challenges, you know, bring it into people's lives that the Green New Deal is uniquely suited for because it has a vision of the just world we can create 
billions of good paying jobs where we have an energy system that runs on clean energy and not on polluting fossil fuels, where we have sustainable agriculture, where we have public transit, public housing and affordable education. The overall vision of the transition we need to make and how it will improve people's lives is really key for, I think, making it relevant. The other thing is that we have climate impacts that we're seeing it now. People are being more forceful about saying it's here. We have to deal with this. We have to take action now. We have to adapt, but we also have to to stop the worst of this. We don't have time to waste. I think the impacts are bringing it into the present. And we're trying to make that connection all for what it is, which is climate change. Australia's burning. I think the Green New Deal talks about a holistic vision of justice, of environmental justice, of racial economic justice, a vision for the future we can create that really brings it to the now. The people who are polluting this earth have known about this for, for 40 years. It's a betrayal of our children not to accept it as reality and confront it head on. What do you know about the way the decision was made to endorse Bernie Sanders in this election? The Sunrise National Team took in a lot of input and had a really, really democratic process, invited all of our members to vote and whoever won the vote got the endorsement. You touched on the Green New Deal. On the one hand, it's like brilliant branding because people know what it is and remember it. On the other hand, I think people get stuck on the green part. It's a new deal. It's about a better deal for the country, for workers, not just the environment, for infrastructure, for healthcare, for all of this stuff being led by a, a green bent. The idea is to to shape society and change society in a way that actually benefits more than just those at the top. Stressing that to people is important the way you did. I'm completely for something like that. I think when people attack it as socialism, they would have called the actual New Deal socialism. They did. Was, yeah. Yeah, they did, exactly. So, And that helped people and continues to help people. The farmer bailout, $30 billion that he has given to farmers to help them deal with the trade war that he started, that comes from a New Deal program. Tennessee gets 37% of our state budget from the federal government. And how is that not socialism? So I guess what I'm trying to say is they vilify the Green New Deal, but to not do something like the Green New Deal is really an abdication of the government's duty. Absolutely. They're scaremongering because they're scared. You look at the components of the Green New Deal, it's popular. Ambitious action on climate change, popular. Public transit, popular. Reforming our agriculture and transportation systems, popular. Justice for workers, um, good paying jobs, investing in infrastructure. It's all popular. 77% of um, millennials and 63% of adults are in favor of a Green New Deal. We have to keep pushing and keep educating, keep solidifying that. So we build a movement to pass it. They're scared because the components are popular. Progressive is mainstream. Gun safety is popular. Funding public education, quality, universal pre-K. All the progressive policy ideas are really popular. The problem is corruption is legal in America. So the people support a policy actually has very little impact on whether or not it passes, much bigger impact there how special interests feel about something. Climate denialism is a real driver of corruption. I think until we really deal with corruption in government, it's going to be hard to pass something like this. Absolutely. And Congress knew this was a real problem before yeah. I was even born. And here we are with emissions still rising. A young Sunrise member talked to Senator Dianne Feinstein. And Senator Feinstein said, I've been up here 30 years, I know what I'm doing. And that's not terribly reassuring if you look at the last 30 years. We have to build a movement to overcome the climate denial that's been funded by the right wing and big oil by the last 30 years. Young people, I think, have found their their unique moral voice. I think that's what, what's been so captivating about the climate strikers and, and, and Sunrise. But it's not just gonna be us, it's gonna take everybody and it's not gonna be just the environmentalists. That's why we need a Green New Deal. That's why we need a broad alignment because we need a mass movement to build the popular power and the political power and throughout the ones who aren't supportive. Well, it's going to take President Ocasio-Cortez. 
<laughs> we need one with the same mindset. There's no doubt about that. I, I'm not um, even kidding. I think as soon as she's old enough, I think she's gonna run. Okay, she to yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, she's gotta get old enough. But I think as soon as she's old enough, she's gonna run. Look out! I would not bet against her. I think she's pretty awesome. Do you have anything you want to say to climate deniers out there? If you don't start listening to the science, we're gonna kick you out. Justin, I'm just so grateful. I'm a huge fan of the hauler and. Oh. The work that y'all do about lifting up stories that aren't good covered elsewhere, both the bad stuff that people need to know about that we need to stop, but also, you know, the good stuff, people who are standing up all over the state. And so I really appreciate what y'all doing. I'm, I was really grateful to get to come on and talk with you, man. Thanks for doing it, Rick. Keep awesome. up the good work, man. Thanks so much, man. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee.